What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and will dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. What is up, my brothers? Man, I am feeling it today. I'm tired. It is just feels like crazy times with school and work and life and blah, blah, blah. It's just a lot sometimes. I almost thought about just skipping this week, but I wanna be a real dude. I wanna be around when I'm on point and when I'm not so much on point. So here we go, some raw, it's maybe a little bit more raw. I don't know, we'll see. All right, nobody sent me a question this week, so I'm gonna just share something that's going on with myself. Um, so please do keep those questions coming. It could be anything about fatherhood, marriage, parenting, whatever, but just about fatherhood, uh, email ned at rebelandcreate.com. All right, so today I want to talk about big decisions. Now, I have to make decisions all the time for work, but sometimes when it comes to family, it can get really hard. And really, I got to say, Mike Crow podcast from a few weeks ago really challenged me on on how to make decisions and and how to include my wife, but then also not let her make decisions and put burdens on her that I should really step, I don't even want to say step up because that sounds like patriarchal, but not just force my wife in a sense to make decisions for me that sometimes I'm going to have to make hard decisions. So check out that podcast because it's super challenging. So I'm going to share about a big decision I had to make this week, but just to build some context around it, um, let's see, the last seven months, our house has been totally gutted and we've been living in a trailer. So I've had me and and Sarah and three kids in a trailer and then my 12-year-old and 14-year-old in our RV and then we've been shifting around because I had my ankle surgery. So then I moved to a different spot on the house so I didn't have to climb into the trailer. So we've been kind of like moving around. And so finally, we're like, all right, let's go find a rental. Well, there's no rentals around. So then we're like, okay, well, can we can we get into a house? So made the decision to buy a house, which is like gnarly and just closed this morning at 8 a.m. So that's been, you know, something to work on and trying to create some peace for the family. And then, <clears throat> you know, so that was a huge decision to make. And then now it's everybody's dealing with this, right? Like, what are we going to do about schooling for our kids? And so... We've been going round and round about what's the best for our family. And the thing about making decisions is you just never have enough information. Um, 
so Sarah and I are going round and round, okay? So we've got two schools that we want our kids to go to. We're definitely sending these two to this private school, but the other three, they could go there, but is that the best for them or not? There's this other school we like, but it's 45 minutes away from our house, so then that's going to be a little bit of a change. And so we're going round and round. I mean, seriously, it's been weeks. It's been days. It's been super emotional on top of the moving and everything else. So finally, you know, it's like really down to the deadline yesterday. And I just want to share a couple of things that we did that helped us because I know as a dude, as a husband, as a father, you got to make hard decisions. And it's like, how do you make hard decisions when you don't have enough information to do it? It's like the pros and cons list only works so long. Going with your gut only goes so long. Going with your emotions only goes so far too. So here's what we did, right? So we have an initial conversation yesterday and it's just kind of like too emotional. This is too hard to do. So we put a pause on it and we actually hit up a mentor and said, hey, would you jump on a call with us for a few minutes and, and talk? So we did it, you know, like a couple hours later, we we were all in different places and it's me and Sarah and, and my mentor uh, on Zoom going, all right, here's the facts. And you know, it wasn't even that we came to a resolution or that him and his wife had the input of like, all right, this is definitely what you should do. But we're having somebody who's ahead of us in life, who's been through more decisions than we have um, as our kids are older than us to hear us and then give some feedback and say, okay, well, do you see this thing you said? Do you see this thing that you're kind of is important to you guys? Um, and it just helped really to bring the conversation down to a point of we're having a less emotional conversation about this really, really big decision. So then when it came down to it, it's like, okay, we're sitting here in my office going round and round. This is later on that day. So we walked away from that call and a couple hours later we came back and we go, okay, um, what do we do? You know what I mean? There's points where we're praying, God, please, right? You're doing the God, please tell me what to do, which just, there's just not answers sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, you have a brain and you, you have a family and you need to learn how to make decisions and not just expect some sign from the sky. And I'll tell you, there's a movie, um, the, I think it was 2014. There was a movie called Exodus with Christian Bale. Super dope. We watched it this year for the first time around, um, Easter. And, uh, what I loved about it as Christian Bale is playing Moses and he's trying to lead the people. And there's times you know, you, you read the story and you go, oh man, this guy saw a burning bush and this guy, you know, was talking to God and, and everything just seemed to be plain and simple. Well, I love how this movie showed the relationship between God and Moses because it wasn't that at all. There were moments where he's like, which way do you want me to go? All right, cool. I'm not hearing anything at all. So I'm going to go this way or, Hey, I'm so done with this. I'm so done with this. I'm just going to sit here. And so I like that because it feels way more real than always looking for signs or always expecting, you know, some words from the sky. Because I think too, like if we're going to grow up as men, if we're going to grow up as fathers, there are stages where it's like, okay, you need to make a decision. You need to be able to, I don't want to say figure things out, but you have to make decisions and move forward and learn from them. Uh, so what we did is we just went back and forth. I mean, there's a moment, seriously, I was just like, let's flip a coin. Like, let's just flip a coin on this decision. And my wife looks at me like, are you being serious right now? And I'm like, I'm just so at the end of it that I'm willing to flip a coin over this. Uh, but we didn't, uh, cause I mean, back and forth, I'm like, okay, I'm a hundred percent this way. Okay. I'm a hundred percent this way. And so, uh, 
So then what we decided is, is, you know, Sarah was like, all right, well, it seems like you want to make this decision. So I'm going to leave it to you. <clears throat> and so I made the decision and in what I really thought and what helped me to make the decision is which one am I going to, which one am I going to be like bummed and like look back years down the road and go, man, what if we would have done this? And so even it, though it's, it's less traditional than normal and, and it's splitting our kids into two schools. I thought, man, let's try this. Let's try this. It's going to be a little bit more work. It's going to require a little bit more of me to step in, which I think I need to do. And, uh, and if it doesn't work, and then we'll go back to the old way. And that's the other thing too. This is we put so much pressure on ourselves that this decision we're going to make without enough information is going to be forever. And you know, even though it feels really big, like your kid's schooling or a house where you're going to live or whatever, as long as it's like you're being in tune with your spouse, if you're married and with your kids and you're paying attention to that relationship and not putting too much of a burden on it, then I think you can make big decisions. And then if you learn more, if you get more information, this is something John Strzelecki said, um, the author of Big Five for Life, one of my favorite guys. Uh, I did a podcast with him. And, and one of the things he said in the podcast was, make a decision. <clears throat> and then if you learn more information or it's different than you had anticipated, then just make a different choice. Now, I don't think we should be flip-floppy and um, in our decisions, you know, because I think that's hard for our kids. But I do think that, you can make a decision about something with the information you have and go into it eyes wide open and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be paying attention. I'm going to stay in tune on this. And if I need to adjust, I'm going to adjust. So yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. That's what I want to talk about. Making big decisions. It's freaking hard, uh, but it's something we got to do. And as, as men, like if we want to grow up into our roles, you know, it's almost like, I'm happy that I had to make that decision because it leveled me up to go, okay, next time a decision comes, I think the, the time period of, um, mental, mental battle will be less because I'll go, okay, I was in, I was here before and this is how I finally made the decision. Let me line this up. Let me do it again. Make sure I'm not hurting anybody. Make sure I'm keeping people informed that need to be informed and then move forward and then pay attention. So anyways, I hope that was helpful big decisions. Um, oh, and yeah, I'm going to tell my three kids tonight. So, um, I'm going to go into it and say, Hey, you're going to do sixth grade differently. And I want you to give it your all and try it. And if at the end of it, it's just not for you, then I want you to speak into that. And you know, we did that with our daughter that's going into seventh grade right now is we gave her more choice in where she's going to school. Um, we gave her more choice than the other two because she's experienced a year of middle school. We're kind of seeing where she's at and think that she's ready to be making that decision. So, all right, there you go. Uh, Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast was super, super good with uh, my friend Sean Davis. You know, the podcast started out really, um, I mean, the dude is super intentional, got a great relationship with his wife, and even listening to it, you're like, oh, man, that's really cool, but that's not where I'm at yet or whatever. But what was cool about it is he's 49, going to be 50 this year or January, and uh, he shared in 2008 almost losing his family and going bankrupt and having a, an alcohol problem and, 
and how he got over it. And not just the, there was this epiphany and, you know, the next day everything's gold. No, six years of, of going to freaking work on himself to become the man he wants to be. Like figuring out, oh, this matters. Family matters. Marriage matters. Kids matters. This is lifetime. And then going to work and not just a month of counseling, not just a year of trying to get better, but six years of intentional inter reflection and and not just himself but having people help him and i just think it's super encouraging because i believe that our world would look different far different if more men knew who they were and and got over there and i don't mean it like get over it i mean go to work and get help to overcome the things that are holding you back from being your best like your family is worth it and there's nothing shameful in doing that and so go check out sean's story killer or if you know a dude who's struggling who he could make this whole thing work send him the podcast help him check it out he ain't gonna know about it unless somebody tells him all right you guys i love fatherhood it matters the work matters gotta put it in i want to invite you to something i've been sending out a text message every wednesday morning since april 2015 over five years and there's a big group of men on that received the text i started it because i was just super hungry to to invest in dudes and encourage them in their roles as men and fathers but we're all busy we don't have time to do a weekly meeting or whatever so but i I thought you know what dudes have time for a 10 second text to just like pop in their mind in the middle of the week so i might send a bible verse a macklemore quote a stepbrothers reference it's all over the place but the point is in the middle of the week to remind you that you're not alone and that there's other men getting up to love and serve their families so if you want to sign up go to rebelandcreate.com click on the little ship icon on the home page next to rebel and create kind of hidden because i don't want the weirdos on the internet to jump on that if you haven't read my book rebel and create it's been so cool you know like getting messages from dudes saying hey this impacted me or getting a uh, you know somebody sending me a message on instagram with a book a page highlighted saying this spoke to me it's like these are things that are speaking to me regularly and that i'm continuing to self-reflect and try to grow as the husband father man i want to be so knowing that other dudes are doing the same matters to me because you and i have kids and one day our kids might get married and i want to have prepared my children to have a successful family life and i want to make sure that other dudes are doing that too so that you and i are building legacy for 500 years down the road where you and i aren't even remembered but our words and actions today impacted who those people are tomorrow thank you to all you dads out there listening to rebel and creates craft of fatherhood podcast what you do matters please please don't be like everybody else don't be like me don't be like my instagram be yourself that's who your kids your spouse and your community needs This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against a view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. Shoot me a question, Ned at rebelandcreate.com. I want to talk about it. And if you could, please, 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 I'm about to hit my 100th podcast and I have a goal to hit 100 reviews on iTunes by then. I think I'm at like 28 right now. So we got some work to do. If you could take a couple minutes and go write a review when people search for fatherhood and parenting, it then boosts this up. And if you think this is valuable, I'm putting the work in for you and I to grow as fathers. Go write a review so other dudes can find this. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Go out there, rebel and